hosting the Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Online is news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Trevor Long from Your Tech Life. And with me each and every week, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mates. Hello, Trevor. A very special episode, episode 50. Uh, the half century, mate. I feel like uh, an Australian cricketer. I should be waving at the, right, waving the, at the members. The grandstand, of course. But um, we're also doing it live, sitting side by side in the <laughs> techguide.com.au headquarters. Uh, it's rather palatial, I will admit, uh, and I'm, I'm rather envious. But uh, we won't go into the great details of the surrounds, but it's uh, wonderful to be in the, in the company of the Tech Guide headquarters. Lots to talk about tonight, and it's all thanks to the good people at Netgear and Trend Micro. Episode 50 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, I, I did, I've done a lot of radio this week about this story. And this every time, the first couple of times I did it, I actually thought I got it wrong. $1.5 billion spent on gaming in Australia last year. First time I did, the, did a chat about it, they're like, in Australia or the world? And I went, That's mm, Australia, my friend. And I kind of had to second guess myself. $1.5 billion <laughs> in Australia spent on gaming, and that's down on the year before. It is, you're right. And, you know, just in comparison, like the Australian box office, the get the movie industry in Australia yeah. normally does a billion dollars at the box office normally. So it just goes to show the strength of gaming in Australia. Yes, you are right. $1.5 billion is a huge amount. It, that actually is down on the 2010 figures. It's a 12.8% mm. reduction. Yeah. But the, it's explained, though, uh, the reason for that reduction is because we're accessing games in a different way. That's the, right. Those figures are retail figures, we should point out, yep. because it's people buying them over the counter in retail stores. Mm-hmm. But there is a thing now called digital download. Big thing. In-game, in-app purchasing. So that, that accounts for a fair, a fair bit. Uh, that, that's the reason for that reduction. So to put it in perspective, $1.5 billion spent basically going into stores and buying Xbox, PlayStation, and PC games not a single cent of that goes towards iphone android games or the in-app purchases that or, there is a lot of imagine the if you if apple released the figures facebook, the amount of money facebook exactly gaming. Yeah, so. so all of those separate style transactions are not covered here and they're talking about it being a 2.5 or 2, 2 point something billion dollar industry in just a few years when that other money is taken into account it's Absolutely. staggering yeah it is it's huge I think we love our games I think there was some interesting the NPD Group Australia that's their figures that we're quoting by the yep. way uh, some interesting things they pointed out though that most of the games in fact 54% of all games sold were either G or PG rated so it just so it says that families are playing games together and, and it kind of dispels that myth that it's all about violent shoot 'em ups now they're, yeah. they're, they're a massive category so they're and they're, 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 they were one of the most popular but just let's all calm down a little bit there's some really great and you think about the Just Dances the Sing Stars of the oh, World all these kind of fun family games which would be very good fun to play here in the, in the they tech they would be yes theater. they are in fact, um, matter of fact. But, but those <laughs> are the kind of games that, um, that are making up this 1.5 billion that's true. Yeah, well, the the uh, the families, I think that's a, that's an interesting thing to note is I think the reason for this growth and this popularity of gaming is there's a lot of parents, and myself included, I, I grew, started playing games when I was a teenager. Yeah. Now that I've got my own kids who are now teenagers, 
we play games together. That's just yeah. part of the things we do together. So I think that's where you're seeing why families have it's become such a an activity for them to do together because uh, the parents of, of kids that age have grown up doing it anyway. And I think just hard back on what we said earlier. This is a this is down on the year before some twelve odd percent, which is which is big actually. It's, a, it's kind of a it's not a good thing because there were some big releases during the year as well. Massive so it's not releases. like they had a, they had a slow year. But I think I think the benchmark is the movie industry. You just while ever you're only counting retail sales, you're yep. not counting digital. As exactly. long as you're keeping yourself ahead of the movie industry, I think that's well, the benchmark for me. Them, talking about the box office was actually people going to the cinema. That's right. That's right. So look, that's not counting DVD no. rentals. That's massive. But, but, but the same thing. This is what we compare. You know, Modern Warfare Three launch and those kind yeah. of things where they compare the the opening weekend. Well, Modern Warfare Three is the biggest entertainment release ever. And, and what we what we're talking about there is yeah. it beats Avatar. It beats you know yeah. all those big movies at the box office. Oh, so that has definitely been played in this theatre, that's right. If, if this February you're sitting there and thinking the family budget is struggling, I wonder why. It's probably because you've, you've paid a, a fair whack of the $1.5 <laughs> this PS3 year. You just PS3 console? In, uh, in gaming. Just on the consoles, they, they, the, the, other, the PlayStation and Microsoft were very quick to, uh, oh, yes. to release their own figures. Yes. Uh, let's just look at them really quickly. Panas, PlayStation 3 said their console unit growth uh, increased by 24% in uh, 2011. Uh, and that PlayStation 3 have claimed 25% unit share and 31% value share oh, of the very, Australian games there's industry. There's all these extra little words going That's in there right. that mean something. Over at Microsoft, Xbox 360 achieved a 5% platform revenue growth, but... Uh, with a number one platform during the Christmas period, which I thought was a very interesting. Yeah, right. So December 2011, it was actually, uh, they said in their release, was Xbox 360's greatest sales month ever. I think, and you know what? That's not down to the Xbox. That's down to the quality of the titles oh, the coming out Absolutely for right. And you know? well, the Connect is what's kicked it off, I oh, think. Absolutely. Yeah, it's totally, uh, it's really, that's, that's what's added appeal to families. That's and exactly right. Even more players. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of lot to read, and you can read more about it at techguide.com.au. 1.5 billion in games. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. I really like that yes, new Sting Trevor. That's like quite that. nice. And I Thank hope, I hope our uh, I hope our loyal listeners have heard our new introduction too. We've, the, we've gone to a lot of trouble for yes, episode we fifty. <laughs> <laughs> We're pulling out all the stops for this episode. So, but well, let's just talk about e-readers for a yes. moment, Trevor. Now, the Kindle is a very popular one. I'm a big fan I'm of. Going to sit Kindle. back here in the lounge. Yes, you are. Yes, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Kindle, and in and in particular the Kindle Touch, which I already own. I bought it on eBay yep. uh, from a, a US uh, seller, but it's just been revealed that the Kindle Touch is now available to all Australian customers. It's you're able to order it through the Amazon website. It's $139 US. Which uh, is like but, $20 well, Australian. <laughs> that's right. With the state of our dollar, <laughs> it's it even better price. Yes. So uh, the Kindle Touch, for those who haven't seen it yet, there's a couple of Kindles already available in Australia. There's the Kindle, I think, Gen 4, which yep. has got a few uh, buttons. doesn't have a keyboard. There's a keyboard version, which is 3G and Wi-Fi. The Kindle Touch for Australia, uh, as its name suggests, has a touch screen. So there's no mm-hmm. The only button on the front of the device is a home key to get you back to your main menu. Uh, and it, obviously you can navigate the screen. Tapping the screen turns the pages uh, and you navigating the menu all through the screen. Uh, but it is only the Wi-Fi version available. I've actually yeah. got the 3G and Wi-Fi that I bought on eBay from ah. my, my good friend in the US. But uh, so they're the not Wi-Fi making only the, they're for not making Australia. The 3G and Wi-Fi version available? Not, the, not with the Kindle Touch. There is a 3G oh. model now yeah, that you can buy yes. uh, over the counter at Big W and uh, Dick Smith, which is the keyboard version, which yep. is in 3G and Wi-Fi. That's the but how much the, is that? Uh, one? That's like a hundred bucks. It's one one eighty nine, I think. Pretty is expensive. The 3G, yeah. yeah. 
but well, uh, that's what you're paying for, isn't it? Exactly. But, you know, for 139 US plus shipping and all that kind of stuff, yes, I would right. guess. And you know, I, I'm not. I've spoken before. I'm not a huge e-reader um, person or anything, but I, I had a. Uh, play with it here yes. just in the Tech Guide headquarters and my god it's a nice little device it's a great unit yes yeah, just a lightweight good size yeah it's um, got it four, does seem a four little gigabytes. small to me though well the screen's the same size screen as the other on the other Kindles yeah, it's 6 right. inch I think what's the illusion is there's no keyboard so there's no other buttons on it that makes it look a bit smaller yeah, but the actual so the screen is the same smaller, yeah, yeah. but it's still got the same 6 inch e-ink screen Yep, uh, and it's got a four gig, four gigabyte internal memory, which can hold up to three thousand books. So which should uh, be enough. For you the think that that'll person. be that'll be enough for me for my summer reading? Anyway, yeah. Although you've got a body <laughs> lot of DVDs, you wouldn't or, or Blu-rays, Blu-rays I should actually, say. You wouldn't mate, you yes. wouldn't want to try and fit them on a, <laughs> on any particular device, would you? Well, uh, <laughs> we're trying to get a network drive happening here, but yeah, anyway, you'll need a story. You'll need a petabyte <laughs> for that. Uh, the Kindle Touch available now um, via Amazon.com, but basically it's now available to ship to Australia. They normally don't allow it to be shipped to Australia until they've actually done the deals and all that stuff. So it's available now, 139 US dollars, US dollars at Amazon.com. And Two Blokes Talking Tech is brought to you not only by Netgear, but also by Trend Micro. Now, we are going to discuss Safer Internet Day a little later in the program. So this Trend Micro is a sort of product that can really help you stay safe on the internet. Trend Micro have got a product called Online Guardian. It provides you with a suite of easy-to-use tools to keep you and your kids safe when you go online. This product actually lets you monitor your children's activities on social networking sites uh, like Facebook and Twitter. So you can see what your kids are viewing and what they're posting on websites, uh, even on sites like YouTube and Flickr. So it it does provide alerts if your child's trying to share information like their phone number or their address. Uh, You can set filters as well for adult and other inappropriate content. You can even block certain websites and even monitor the search terms. Uh, The Trend Micro Online Guardian is actually available now at Harvey Norman, Bing Lee, JB Hi-Fi, Officeworks, Leading Edge Computers, and all other authorised resellers. But if you want more information, head over to trendmicro.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Mate, we talked earlier about the amount of money we spent on gaming. Here's another staggering number. $498 million in 2011 spent, so that takes to $2 billion, the amount we're talking about spending here on the show today, <laughs> we're big $498 million spent on group buying. Now, when you think about group buying, it is, it's very new to a lot of people still, because this is an industry that started in 2010. So yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, not it's even basically two years old. A, less than two years old, and it's generating $500 million in revenue, and they predict that it'll, it'll, be, it'll exceed 600 this year. And we're talking about sites, for those that you might not know, that Scoop On, Living Social, Spreets, Kudo, Groupon, Our Deal, Deals, and, and Ufa, whatever the heck that is. I've never I think it's Our Offer contracted to one. Oh, stupid. It's a dumb name. <laughs> I've heard of Scoop On. I've heard of Living Social. I've kind of heard of Deals Kudo, and yeah, Kudo. They're, they're Kudo's the popular. one that's Jump uh, on the, it is another one. Empire, Jump on it. it. My wife's a big fan of Jump on it. Uh, <laughs> she bought my daughter some... Uh, <laughs> the website I'm talking about, Trevor. Take it easy. <laughs> she actually bought my daughter's learning how to drive. She bought her some driving oh, really? lessons uh, for See, at a discounted rate. Driving yes. lessons is a bloody good example of group buying that yes. can be done really well. Because I often think of group buying as you know um, makeup and you know the stuff that women do. Frankly, you know, going yeah. to a spa and all that kind of stuff, or health deals and stuff like that. Yep. But what you don't realise is there's just deals in in buying stuff for services as, word, as well. But but services I, as well. There, there is though that they did point out that this is research from Telsite, by the way. They 
did say that physical products were, were the most popular. Things like jewelry, so electronics, you actually, you clothing. Know, exactly. Because so there's a little uh, bit of kickback in the in the market in in the in the consumer space. I I hear and sort of see on social media and stuff. People sometimes don't have a lot of success booking the deals when they're service based, and so a lot of the time you'll see them being promoted yeah. as having you know a really great opportunity to book them and you know book early and all that kind of stuff. So you do need to be wary about that you kind do. of thing. But and you need product, to keep track of them too. Like there's so many opportunities and coupons. And like if you're the, buying a lot of them, you got to make sure exactly you, you, you right. book them before the right time. Well, they, they have an expiry date, and That's some it. people they buy so many they forget they've got them. And exactly. Now, or, or the most popular that my, my wife likes to buy a restaurant deal, so we can go to a restaurant. She's paid. Forty-five dollars for one hundred and twenty bucks worth of food. Beautiful. So there's a lot of restaurants that obviously want just want to increase the number of customers through the doors yeah. and create a bit of word of mouth. So they're the sort of deals that that are more popular. But as I mentioned, the physical products, uh, you know, things like driving lessons, services yep. like you know pest pest report inspectors. Yep. Those those sort of businesses who want to get a bit of traction in the marketplace are going through group buying sites, and it's and Aussies are responding like nearly oh, half a billion know. dollars, and that that's I think you mentioned earlier that that's going to grow. They're Expecting that by 2015, that's going to the group buying whole deal with group buying sites is going to be worth a billion dollars. It's it's staggering, and as I said, it's it just you got to think back five and ten years. There was we weren't spending 1.5 billion on games. We weren't spending 500 no. you know, million on on group buying. Just it's just watching the economy change and technology f- forms such a big part of it. Yeah. But for an industry that's less than two years old. Stunning figures pretty uh, good. for group buying. And, uh, and uh, hey, if you want to get in touch and tell us your experience with group buying, let us know. TwoBlokesTalkingTech.com. Now, we've already spoken about Nokia in the past. they are uh, got a oh, new yeah. Lumia they 800 Windows CES. phone. They did, most certainly they did. There's a, I, I quite like, there's a bit of buzz building around there this is. phone. I think they've got a, we've got a press day next, uh, next Tuesday, the 14th. Yep. Valentine's Day, funny I enough. I can't make it. Oh, well, I'll be there. I'll represent, represent. I'll represent for the blokes and for Tech Guide, of course. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the news, though, that they've already released is the fact that you'll be able to buy the Lumia 800 Windows phone yep. outright. For six hundred and ninety nine dollars, which it's like they've been listening to us about tablets. Absolutely. You know, a lot of phones come out at eight ninety nine and nine ninety nine outright because you don't hear the outright price a lot because no. they're normally announced as because they're tied deals. in with deals. That's but right. But this is smart. This is Nokia saying, no, no, we're pushing this. It's uh, it's not an Apple approach, but it's got a bit of Apple to it. Do you know Absolutely, what I mean? Yes. We're launching a product. We're bringing this thing out. Mm-hmm. We're telling you when it'll be available, and we're telling you how much it'll be worth. I think it's smart. It is, and it's just part of the buzz they're building. Like they've mm. already announced that it's going to be released sometime in March. I'm predicting early March, yep. seeing that we're going to get our our hands on it next week. I'd say yep. probably first week of March. Yep. Already through all the major carriers, so the Telstra, Optus, and Vodafone, and major retailers. So that was obvious now with the the outright price, so yep. six ninety nine. Uh, so that gives people. Every opportunity, no matter what carrier you're with, if you want to outride or on a plan, so there, there's no obstruction to you getting your no, hands on this device. That's right. It's it's that's the thing with the iPhone. Again, I don't want to harbour on it, but anyone can get an iPhone. You know, yes. any carrier, any person, any way. You got the money or not, you can find a way to get one. And I got to tell you, mate, I want one. I, I do too. I, I had the the Nokia N9, the blue, you know, little, yes. and it's this is you know almost identical. Yep. It's a really nice phone. Because the thing is, sometimes you just want to be different. You just want something that's nice. But people ask you, what's that? You know, yeah. you just, and, but it's just an iPhone, you know. I get more questions about my iPhone in a different case <laughs> than I do about anything else. And it's like, no, it's just an iPhone. But oh, I'm really yeah. looking forward to carrying around the Lumia well, 800 I'm on, looking um, forward, from uh, Nokia. looking forward to getting my hands on it next week at, the, at their event they're, they're hosting. And I'm just wondering uh, if, if it's anything like the N9. Mm. Now, I remember we, we spoke about it on, on many months ago in the show. The N9 had a micro SIM in it. 
Do you true, remember that? True. And there's I only hope two other this, phones yes. That. Well, the Razor has it and yeah, the, the iPhone has it. IPhone. I'm hoping that this has a micro SIM so in it as well. So because it's all I've got. <laughs> but I think, look, it's a bit cheeky of Nokia to, to, for us to think that you know, people are going to desert the iPhone for Nokia. That's, no, that's, no, that's no, going to be the not case. At all. But I think, though, it's interesting, though, to give people the opportunity to maybe think, hang on, my SIM card fits in this. What we all need to remember is. Um, there's a lot of people who haven't even come to smartphones yet. I was at work, and I, I don't work with young people. Like I'm talking about 40 plus, nearly everyone yep. that I work with. I'm 40 plus, mate. Do I know, I'm but I'm, well? I'm just putting it into some perspective. <laughs> and I had a lady come to me, and she said, I just got a new phone. And yeah. she showed it to me. She bought a Motorola Razor. Wow. And she was so stoked with it. She thought it was yep. amazing. She thought it was powerful. She, she clearly hadn't used any other phone, yeah. you know, other than a you know, good old dumb phone. And, mate, she thought it was amazing. She thought it was really useful. And mm. I showed her a few things. And she's, you know, all you've got to do is get these things in front of people. And that's why I think this is a great device because it's appealing to look at. And, Absolutely. frankly, but that's no, a big just, deal when people on, are in a store. Just on the point you just made, that was her first smartphone, yep. your colleague's first smartphone. You think of the millions, hundreds of millions of Nokia users who are currently on a, a dumb phone, let's call them. Because they're they gonna love wa- Nokia. They're going to want a smartphone. Mm. This, th- they literally can have tens of millions of people yep. wanting to make Nokia their first smartphone experience. So luckily for Nokia, they've actually got a smartphone that people want uh, in this case. So uh, all signs are pointing to a successful launch. It's all looking good. Photos and a full story at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking to you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, I don't know that I'm a huge fan of things that are pushed by the government, um, but I got a press release today from Stephen Conroy's office about Safer Internet Day. Now, I think it's I think it's good that the government is a worldwide day. By the I way, I know, but but the problem is that message shouldn't come from Stephen Conroy in Australia. I think it's good that he's supporting it, but um, it's just it just diminishes it a little bit. But the thing about Safer Internet Day for me is it's, it's one of those things that we just got to keep talking about because what we need is we need parents talking to each other, first and foremost, yes. talking to each other about safer internet and yes. how to be safe on the internet, like you were saying with Trend Micro earlier, and then having that conversation with their kids. For me, the most important thing in the world about a day like today where everyone gets together and says, you know what, let's just talk about the fact that today should be the day that we all get used yeah. to and start talking about having a safer internet. A very good uh, – it's exactly there, there, uh, the reason for this day existing. Now, yep. did you know that the Safer Internet Day is on the second – day of the second week of the second month every year. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, that, you do know that now. But uh, the, that, that is exactly right what you're saying. That The whole idea behind today is to promote safe use of the internet and technology uh, and to use for families to work together. Now, in my household here, well, I've got I've got three children. Two yep. of them are teenagers. One's one's nearly going to be twelve. So the internet is 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 ingrained in their lives. They yep. always they're always uh, using the internet. And your children are a bit lot younger than oh, mine, mate. but you know they know the they internet. Live and they know the nothing internet. else but they live and even my the kids. Internet. They know nothing but the so internet. My kids won't know anything. Anything that they won't know life without the internet. You got to remember that it's kind of. This is a different world, so that's why we've got to be talking about it. That's right. So the, the whole idea then behind the day is to encourage families, parents, talk to their kids, share their experiences on the kids. We we spoke earlier about how families like to play games together. I think it's it's important for families to sort of to talk about what they looked at online, yep. what they're sharing, you know, and obviously do the obvious things. Run your internet security software. Do all those things. Don't share all your information online. Just mm. common sense. That are, they're slowly becoming common sense things, but you can never let up, especially now with social networking becoming such a large part of kids' lives. There was some, a study by the uh, Selinger Centre for Research, Law and Justice uh, at Edith Cowan University. Quite a In long Perth. name for the... Yep. Uh, but uh, what they said, though, well, this was, this was staggering. Someone paid a lot of money to have that name. <laughs> they did. But amazing information, though, was the fact that they found that 
23% of all teenagers spend more than four hours online a, a day, what? and that's not for schoolwork. That's not to do anything to do with schoolwork. So this is social networking. This is looking up stuff online, yeah. YouTube. Uh, and that, that, that figure increases to 40% of kids spending that much time on the weekends. So the sheer amount of up. time we spend online, mm. we, we need to stay vigilant. We can't be sharing things on, on social networks that are you know, inappropriate things. It's not, not all about safety. It's about sort of doing the right thing. Yep. Cyberbullying is another thing that's yep. a really important aspect of this as well. And I think, I think, uh, I think that's uh, Treat why each other nice online is, I think, what we're trying to say. Don't be evil, as Google says, but but I think the key learning for me is, is about social networks. You need to be involved in your kids' social networks. You don't just let your kid go and stay at someone's house for a sleepover without knowing without them and knowing, their parents. Exactly right. So exactly. you shouldn't let your kids be on Facebook without you being a part of that experience. Yes. Don't, don't be like. Well, your kids aren't on Facebook no. yet. My kids are. The hard and the fast rule yes. in the Fennec household, the rule of Facebook is that you have to be my friend and your mother's friend. Yep. These are what I tell my children. Yeah, yeah. If if you cut us as friends, you've cut your Facebook account. And because I would not let my, I'd a, want to supervise my kids on the online as I would in the real. Is life. there a uh, uh, a reciprocal rule where you're not allowed to comment or make stupid well, posts? Because I, I think this there is a funny been, thing. My 13 year old or 14 year old niece is on Facebook, and you know yeah. she's got hundreds of bloody friends. I don't know how she does it, but there was a point where I, I don't know I liked her, I commented, and I thought no no no. Cancel that. Oh, yeah. She doesn't look, want Uncle Trev being on Facebook. Do you know what I mean? She mate, I you know. just I just keep an eye on what they're doing. Exactly. And look, what, what I do, though, I, they can't control what their friends say on their feed. No, that's But fine. they can delete them. Correct. And I, that's I, where my, you have my, a conversation. What I said to my children, I said, look, people look at your Facebook page and they make an, a, they create a, a, an idea of who you are. That's right. And I think if you if you act like an idiot on Facebook, people are going to think you're an idiot in real life. That's right. And I said to them, look, if anyone swears on your feed, does anything inappropriate, you have the ability to, to delete that because... Because you know, if, if they explain why, happily tell them. I, like mm. I don't like people swearing on my newsfeed. So I think it's important that uh, that parents sort of take that kind of initiative and stay in the loop, uh, as so to speak, with their kids on social networking sites and online, so that we maintain our standards uh, in the offline world. Yep. Stay polite and stay appropriate in the on the online world as well. Father of the year, Stephen Finney. <laughs> second day of the second week of the second month. Happy Safer Internet Day, everyone. Uh, from Two Blokes Talking Tech. When I sit in the headquarters here of techguide.com.au, I do think this is a place that needs networking. The networking in this home yeah, there's got a lot uh, of networking is, here. is probably quite amazing. And it's the sort of thing that Netgear does very well. So whether it's from the plug in the wall that brings the internet into the house, from whether it's cable or, or ADSL, that's where you plug your modem in, Netgear do modems. Then you connect that to a router. A router distributes the internet, either via cables or via Wi-Fi or even via the power line. The power points in your wall, Netgear do that as well. What Netgear do is they bring your devices and they connect them together. So if you've got devices in your home, and just take stock for a minute. Think about the number of phones... And most phones these days have Wi-Fi capabilities. And if you're sitting there and surfing the web or even just checking emails, by doing that on your, on your Wi-Fi instead of on the 3G or mobile network, you're allowing yourself to save money. You're not on the, on the 3G data. So connecting your devices properly in the home is an important thing to do. It's very easy to do with Netgear. Netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, our iPads are everywhere. Oh. We take them everywhere. I take mine everywhere. 
Now, this is a device, though, that the kids love as well. Oh, because mate. Because they can put their movies <laughs> on it. Get my kids to leave mine alone. And <laughs> well, imagine how handy would your iPad be. I'm sure you've taken it on a trip, on a road trip. Yep. Well, there's a company called Wally, and I'm not talking about the Disney film. Oh, that's what got <laughs> me about this company. I thought, we've heard that before. It's spelled W-A-L-L-E, yep. and they make, uh, they make iPad accessories based on uh, their original case, which features – let me explain it. The back of the case features a, a, a X-shaped mount. Right. And so what it does, they sell accessories that fit that mount. So you can have a, you could put the case on, on a wall mount, uh, you know, on a desk mount, on a, on a hand strap. Yep. They've just released a, a product for the car. So it's a car mount. So you can, uh. you can clip it onto your headrest. Because every headrest has those two has little the, poles that the, hold the it up. The metal bar. That's yeah. right. So you can clip it on any car's headrest and position it so that it either is viewed by the person directly behind the seat uh. or you can swing it out to the middle of the car. Genius. To be viewed by everybody in the back because there has been um, I've got one I've got a case that kind of folds over on itself and then it's got like an elastic strap which you can stretch over the headrest and it's sitting there but it's pretty much like those in the back of the seat DVD players it's kind of stuck there and and it's not really very very um, sturdy either so for it to be kind of clamped onto the headrest the, the metal support of the headrest and then on a kind of swing arm which means you can point it at a couple of the kids if they want. You know, they That's can right. all watch it together. If you've got three kids in the back, three passengers, you can position it so it's dead centre in the middle of the car so they've got equal access. Three kids, three iPads. We're rolling. Mate, <laughs> well, that's how we you roll. You can only have one iPad in this case, Trevor. Well, no, but what we do, what I do is I put one on each seat, right, pointing, pointing well, it in, yeah, inward each other. You're a multimillionaire, that's, so that, mate, that's fine. That's a great idea. <laughs> I'm getting two. Wally, I need two. <laughs> How much is it worth? Well, it is thirty nine ninety five, but I think you need to have you, the case say, as well. That's just the mount, isn't that's it? That's just the mount. Yep. So the yep. case is thirty nine ninety five, and the the case then fits on the X shaped mount on the uh, right, on the car yep. mount. So that that can then be pretty securely attached. Uh, it'll handle all the bumps on the road. And so it, you can it does look like a bloody well. secure. It's not like a cheapo thing. Oh, it's it made of really metal. Well, oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not flimsy by any means. Yep. So it's uh, thirty nine ninety five, and the case is also thirty nine ninety five. But that's still a pretty good solution. for for the car, but there are other. Uh, I've, I've written in my story on Tech Guide. There are other products that fit the Wally case, uh, and I've also put a little YouTube video which uh, shows the the car mount Wally car mount for the iPad in action. Techguide.com.au to have a look at that. Now, we talked, uh, I don't know, three weeks ago about audio. Audio. Love audio. Love audio through the Sonos speakers. I've got to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever been more impressed with a... with a little service that's come out. Obviously, running the free trial at the moment, so I haven't had to pay for it yet, but... The, uh, my misgivings with it are, and we talked about this, there's a lot of songs not available yet. But yeah. let's assume they're going to do those deals, mate. But a lot of songs I, that are, Trevor. I have been driving tracks. to work streaming audio faultlessly. Now, warning, does use a bit of data. Like you're yes. talking, you know, five and ten meg per song. Yes. So just be just be warned about that. But, but use the On service your phone, properly. Is a bit, through use, your home network. Use the service okay. properly. You can download the songs to your phone so okay. they stay there via streaming. We but like there's a couple of things I noticed. Um, I I I gave. Uh, I was I was using someone else's computer, and I had my login, and I was playing music, and then I left, and they went then went and played a few songs after I'd gone. I was on my Facebook timeline, and there I'm, it says Trevor is listening to this music. Wow! So a few days ago, they launched this thing where it actually shows in your timeline on Facebook 
what you're listening to. Well, that's cool. But even so better said than that. Trevor Long's listening to John Farnham. Exactly. Is that what it's, it's like a little plug-in. <laughs> yeah, bloody oath. And then, Stephen, you can go and listen to John Farnham with me because you can click the play button. Ah. Right. This is the genius. Actually, so you play it simultaneously. Like, at the same well, time. no. You can just you, you can see what you can share ah, okay. each other's music essentially. Right. So they've done an actual deal with Facebook where they've you know it's a full integration. That's it's not some smart. little app they've built. But does your friend have to be an RDO member? Brilliant question, Stephen. As I understand it, you click the play button, you're not an audio member, you get a seven-day free trial straight up. Uh-huh. So it's just an enticement. It's trying to get That's you in. A, what a great idea because discovering new music with a service like audio, now just to explain to people, it's an all-you-can-eat service. It. I think it's twelve ninety a month, twelve ninety nine a month. Uh, so it's an all-you-can-eat service, up to 12 million tracks. You can listen to them. You can download some as well and catch yeah. them on your phone. Yep. So, but, but what I like about it is that there's no risk at discovering new music. You're, it's not like walking into a CD store no. and taking a chance on a CD that's going to cost you 20 bucks. If you hate it, you're stuck with it. And they've, they've done it That's well. the beauty of audio. And having the integration with Facebook, it's a great way for people to discover new music. How many times yeah. have people recommended, apart from John Farnham, exactly. recommended other artists to you and you thought, well, oh, give it a go? Mate, but when they find out I like John Farnham, they normally <laughs> recommend a lot. Do they unfriend you, or are you still your friend? No, no, it's fine. Just uh, lots of people love him. He's a very, very. I'm very, really very into popular. Foster the People at the moment. A great band, Foster the People. The Pumped Up Kicks and yeah, Call I'm, It What You Want. I don't some know great what songs. You're talking there. about Foster's a town. Well, I might across share that. Uh, <laughs> I might share it on my Facebook feed. See if you click on these songs. Then I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. If, I will. I'll listen to one. Please you, you do. T- you f- Please share their hit though, because I struggle. Well, with, it's, it's called Pumped know, Up Kicks is the biggest one, but Call It What You Want's another great song. Anyway, RDO RDIO is in radio without the A. Great service and now available on. Facebook, they've updated the Android app as well, so it's, they've got a lot going on, despite the fact there's a lot of movement in this space. Um, they're, they're very, very popular. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Uh, just on Facebook, very quickly yep. before we wrap up, Trevor, there was a, some controversy on Facebook, and it's yeah. all to do with people posting breastfeeding pictures. Now, uh, Facebook have some pretty strict rules about photographs and the content. Uh, you know, that the, the idea of having a breast on Facebook uh, for some women resulted in their photos being taken down uh, and their accounts being locked. Just while I think about that, just some credit to Facebook and YouTube. You think about it, they haven't become porn of sites. Not. Of course And you've not. got to give them some credit for that. So the issue here is... They're being a little bit too strict on it, yes, you know. Are. And I guess I don't know. How do you monitor that? Who's yeah. how's it being taken well, down? I is it is it? And I'm not being silly here. Is yeah. it breast recognition technology? Well, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I'd like to know how that works if that's the case. But just an example though, because people, Miranda people aren't Kerr flagging it is inappropriate. Aren't well, they? no, I think it's up to Facebook who are doing it. But Miranda Kerr famously put up a photograph of her breastfeeding, breastfeeding her child. Now you couldn't see her breast, but you could tell you what she was what doing. She was up to yeah, uh, and that didn't wasn't pulled down. So all these mm. other mothers who are Blowing you know, up. Look, it's their prog. Personally, I wouldn't like my wife putting pictures want, of her breastfeeding right online. It wouldn't be a question for me. My there wife go. would go well, spare if I went to take a photo. There you let go. alone put it on but, Facebook. But I think though, to uh, each their own. Facebook have sort of a bit of a bit of a knee jerk reaction, and that resulted in mothers actually protesting outside Facebook offices around the world, not just Australia. Yeah. There was quite a bit of uh, protest. The mothers thinking, well, this is a natural thing that we're doing. It's we're feeding. I'm feeding my child. So, yeah. personally, like I said, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. I don't think my wife would ever share a picture of herself no. breastfeeding. But no, you know what? Know. People should have the right to do it if they want to. Yep. Uh, and you know, if Miranda Kerr can do it, why can't, why can't anyone mothers? else? I think that's right. And I think it just goes to show because there, there has to be technology involved. They're not, there's not someone looking through the billions of photos going up on Facebook. You think so? 
Well, that's a, that's an exclusive then. If they've got breast, breast recognition, recognition technology, technology, we should do a, we should we do should, a further investigation. We should further investigate that. <laughs> two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, this has been Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 50. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Netgear and Trend Micro for their uh, con- ongoing support of Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you, Stephen, for 50 uh, wonderful episodes. Thank you, back, And Trevor. we'll continue the party. We, we'll probably celebrate Absolutely. in a couple of weeks because we'll have our one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary, so, uh, yeah. Does, does that mean you buy me a ring? ring? Do you're... I get a ring or anything? <laughs> no. I think it's paper. Look, you can have the rundown we write. Okay, okay? cool. Because it's paper, paper anniversary. <laughs> Everyone's invited to the recording of the um, of the uh, 52nd or the uh, first year anniversary. First year anniversary. Of course, anniversary it won't be weeks. located anywhere, so enjoy well, yourselves wherever might, you're we'll going. We'll we'll work on that one, Trevor, don't we? Yeah, we might have a party. We'll, we'll see if there's a party on like there was for the Sony at the we'll 40th. We'll just hijack it for our one-year anniversary. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks for listening. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. 